Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Buckington. The Yankees now lead it by a score of three to two. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to the World Series. Veritek and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts safe. What can I say? Just dip my heart and. and... Call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 51, postgame. <laughs> I mean, it really, I think that the game at Fenway Park in the wildcard game shows that it is the greatest rivalry in sports. Yeah, it is. I mean, come on. What else are you going to ask for unless you're a Yankees fan? Um, it was an interesting baseball game for sure. And I would have to say that the Red Sox fans showed up. They showed up. I didn't hear as much Yankee fans there. No, and there were a lot of them, though. There were a but, lot. But it was the vibe was, I mean, I have to tell a quick story. Now, granted, st- they didn't have any much to cheer for, right. the Yankee fans. But still, you'd think there would be a little bit more. Back you know, and forth. Back and forth, yep. You know, so I had two tickets to this, and I thought because of our busy schedule, my wife and I couldn't go, so we offered it up to someone in our season ticket group, and then my wife said she wanted to go, and I was too late. So I kind of had this sort of sad, like every time they said this is the best crowd they've had in years, and right. better than 2018, I just sort of shrunk more into my couch in shame. So, well, it is our World Series, right? I mean, that's what it came down to. Yeah, and I didn't go, and I wish I was I were there. But, you know, listen, let, let's talk about the game, because I, I really, I don't watch the game's with the close reading that you do, and and same with Matt Soroy's who who helps produce this show, and but last night I was watching everything, and every pitch, and and we can just tick down the impressions. Well, I feel like we got last night we got a little bit of everything we've been talking about the whole season when it comes to the Yankees, the Red Sox, and Major League Baseball in general, from check swings to players stepping up to pitchers crapping the bed, you know, to the team not performing the way it should, to the you know, J.D. Martinez not showing up on the team. Like, it's just Kyle Schwarber getting the home run. Sure. Like, it's Anthony Rizzo. It's, it, it just all came down to this game. It's crazy. So let's talk about the pitchers really quick. Because, you know, my sense, is, first of all, I, I think that Nathan Avaldi is a great pitcher. I think that one win-loss does not reflect his season because there are so many no decisions he had where he pitched great. And he just was so gutsy. And and I feel like he does You could sure it. hear that he was gutsy. Huh? You could hear that he was gutsy. Oh, yeah. He was <sighs> making a lot of noise. <sighs> and, you know, but I know that, you know, everyone's knocking Cole. I mean, he got a quick hook. He didn't have his stuff. But, you know, you think he's hurt. I think, I think maybe hurt. he could yep. be used up. But the thing is, he was still clocking 99. So how is that possible? Well, I mean, I think it's possible because when it comes down to to the speed, it's not so much the speed, it's the location. And when you're if you're not hundred percent, you're not gonna be able to locate and you if, think he's hurt. Absolutely. And we'll find out tomorrow so or listen, the next day. So the last good start Garrett Cole had for the Yankees, the last legit start he had was the fifteen K start against the Angels on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. His next start was the start he left after three and two thirds with the hamstring. 
And since then, he's literally been crap, dude. 22 and two-thirds innings, 33 hits, 18 runs. Now, 28 Ks because he's Garrett Cole and he throws hard, right? But still not the same pitcher. Walks are up, and he never walked people. So you think that Hammy is a problem? Absolutely. And okay. Buck Showalter even said it last night after. And I've been saying this for weeks about Cole, right? Yeah, I know, can, I know. You said it on this he, on this program. And you know they were all the whole MLB Tonight crew was going on and on and on about you know he's crap in the bed, he crap in the bed. And Buck Showalter came out and said, you know, I think he's still hurt. Something's going on because a player a pitcher like that just does not. Then don't pitch him. Right, and that's what I say. Well, Derek Jeter said the same thing. That's what he's always said. If you if you're going to be on the field, you have to show up and perform. Yeah. Period. Right. That's how it works. This is where maybe Boone. This is his fatal flaw. This, well, this, this is not Boone's only no, fatal flaw. Well, I know, but like but whether it it's out, whether it's Cashman or not, whoever it is, is that I think Boone. If a player comes to Boone and says, "I got it, Skip. I can do it," he'll because he's a former player. He'll respect it and let him go. So right. when Garrett Cole says, "I want the ball." He's going to give him the ball. Whereas somebody, if they weren't so cozy, might say, "You're hurt. Sit down. Right. We'll need you for. We if you get five days of rest now, you might even be healthy for the ALDS. Right. And maybe that was the hey, right call. The problem is, it all comes down to economics, dude. Everyone, he's your 342 million dollar man. He's your player. He's but your, your season's pitcher. over, though. Right. So exactly. But no matter what, like if he if he says he's healthy, right? Like you said. If Garrett Cole says, I'm ready to go, Boone's going to pitch him, right? Now, Boone has all that weighing on his shoulders. He's got all that Yankees organization, all that crap. Is he going to pull the trigger on that and be like, no, you're not pitching? Maybe he should have. Right. Absolutely, maybe he should have. I mean, but if Cole goes out there and throws a 10K and they don't screw up late in the game and they give, you know, maybe it's a whole different game, obviously. But still, I believe he was still hurt because he did not pitch – since Labor Day, Garrett Cole numbers, for sure. He, he's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base, episode 51, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, doing a little postscript on the Yankees-Red Sox wild card game. The other thing I you know, I want, I want to talk about, you know, y- the Yankees in general. Uh, before we get to Phil Nevin and the Can decision— Can I say one more thing about Cole? The, the pitch that Schwarber hit off, out off of Cole was out of the strike zone. It was high. Now, you got to give Schwarber credit there. That is not an easy pitch. It was like 99 high. Sure, I mean I'm happy to give him credit. I don't think I don't think Cole pitched that badly. No, no, so but I, it's not like it's not like, um, you know you you have to you have to you can't just say that the that the Yankees crapped out. You know you're the you and you're the one who's saying well, that. everybody's going to say that right because that's what that's what it looks like on paper. But the Red Sox still had to win that game, right? right? Listen, they, there's seven two- hits to six hits, and the and the hits that the Red Sox got were crucial. Right. Well, Crucial get, hits. I want to get to, before we get to the, the decision by Phil Nevin, which, you know, whether you criticize or not, really decided the game. But I, Giancarlo Stanton, my favorite thing I read on Twitter all night, and Twitter was great last night, uh, in, uh, was it said if Giancarlo Stanton played for the Red Sox, he'd have, he'd, be, he'd bat 389. And one of the Red Sox beat writers said he'd bat 389 with two home runs and 100 wall ball singles. Because he hits the ball so hard, so hard, and his launch angle—it's still is, going up. It's line drives, yep. and so. But I that one—the first ball was high, really. It was high in the air when it went off the wall. The second one was more of a line drive, right? But the, the first, first one, the first everybody one, everybody thought it was out, right? Well, you had Vescursion, and you should have heard Sterling on the radio. It was terrible. Oh it was my ex- god! Dude. I, I wanted to play it on our morning show, but I didn't because I think so, it makes him sound so like bad. I literally almost—I almost jerked the car off the road. I was so excited, right? But it was wrong. Oh my god! It was so bad. But my point like is halfway up the wall, Brian. It would have been a home run in half the parks. In they baseball. said nineteen. Yeah. Yep, and so, and parts. then the other one he hit probably would have been a home run too. So he could have had three home runs in the game. I will tell you, when that guy is good, 
When that guy is on, there might have people better. I I don't really know anyone who can hit the ball harder than that dude. No. Uh, he, he hits he, ground balls at 115 miles an hour. Well, I was at the game where he hit that grand slam to beat the Sox a couple weeks ago, and I, I've never seen him travel that fast. And and so I, I just want to say, it just uh, out of the context of things, he's an incredibly impressive hitter. Yeah, and you and, don't win MVPs and not be good in Major League Baseball. I'm sorry. But let's get <laughs> to the most important thing, which is this decision to send Aaron Judge home on the wall ball from Giancarlo Stanton. And I just want to correct it. I don't think it would have been first and I don't think it would have been second and third. First and third. It would have been first and third with one out, but it's still, you would have been pretty much guaranteed a run. I mean, you just needed a fly ball. Um, I will take the counter argument, John. If if Bogarts doesn't make a perfect transfer, he's probably safe. I mean, the ball could have bounced. Kike's got a weak arm. It was a a bouncer to come into him. He was basically throwing the ball to second. And and Bogarts is where he's supposed to be. Catches a bouncer to him, and he makes a great throw. Right, that's what he's supposed to do. He's, Wait, he's a pro. He's I, a pro. That every shortstop should make that throw. But not everyone does. Right. And he got it out of his glove like in fast. But really you do fast. not send him in any circumstance. Of any Just because situation. there's only one out, that's the only. Absolutely, reason. absolutely. The situation in the game with one out. Now, now listen. There's. I see there's two big problems here. There's a. There's Phil Nevin, and there's b. The fact that you got Joey Gallo batting behind Giancarlo Stanton. I know, but you got to forget about that for a minute. I right, mean, but if you if you're thinking about that in the back of your head, he's thinking I need to score this run because all the thing the chances of Joey Gallo doing anything is like fifteen percent. Yeah, see, I don't think that factors into the decision. Mm, I, don't. I don't know. We'd have to talk to Bobby Dickerson about that because he'd be the he'd be the expert on that. Yeah. And he's told me you live or die by that. The third baseman, literally, third base coach is the live or die guy. I totally agree, but I don't think Phil Nevin was thinking that Joey Gallo send him sucks. There. You can't send him there. I, I I don't think you send him, but no. I don't think the reason why he felt desperate was because of. Joey Gallo. No, no, but that's a whole other issue. Joey Gallo batting behind Giancarlo Stanton because if you get later in the game or any point, I wouldn't have pitched to Giancarlo Stanton with him right. behind him. Why? 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 I would have buck showaltered him and walked him if I had to. Totally. With the bases loaded. Hundred percent. Pitch to Joey Gallo. Hundred percent. So that's okay. a whole other issue. So let let's macro it. I mean, let's, the bottom line is is that uh, this rivalry. It was uh, 10-9 this season going into the game, 11-9 going out. Uh, the teams, I mean, the the Yankees swept the Red Which Sox and crazy. embarrassed them just a week and a half Which ago. Which is crazy that it was that close, the season rivalry, when it seems like the Red Sox just steamrolled the Yankees all season yeah, until the last series. So, I mean, listen, the point is that it was really exciting. It was fun to watch. It was hard for Yankee fans. I mean, I think you, when it went 3-zip, both you and Matt Sorois texted me and said it's basically over. But I want to get to the bigger picture. There wasn't picture. much life, you know? No, there wasn't. And the Yankees 4-3. through. Nine hitters were one through twenty, one one for twenty. Yeah, and the Red Sox weren't very good at the bottom of the order either. But let's talk about swinging Phil at first Nevin. pitches. No, no, I think the baseball side that's kind of done. Like, if you want to talk about any more of the nuts and bolts of the game, no, I let's mean, talk about Phil Nevin. Yeah, I think we have to talk about Phil Nevin and Aaron Boone. Absolutely. So, I mean, from where you sit, should because if Boone's gone, then Nevin's gone. I don't know if if Boone stays. I don't know that he fires Phil Nevin, but. Do you think Boone should be gone? I would say given... Don't equivocate politically. Given everything this season, You paid big money in this podcast to take a stand. Yes, he should be gone. Even though he's a beloved, sort of almost like an icon for that one home run in 2003. How many... Dude, they got rid of Yogi a couple times. Sure, but that was George. Who was more beloved than that? Well, maybe that's what this organization needs again, another kick in the ass. Everyone keeps saying that it's Steinbrenner, Steinbrenner organization... But is it really a Steinbrenner organization? Maybe that's what they maybe that's what they need to go back to, where it's a little bit of shaky knees every once in a while, yeah, a little fear. Well, the funny thing is, like they have this incredible like 
20 plus year streak of being above 500, right? But they've been 12 years without a World Series appearance. And and so the, the the franchise is tremendously successful when you look at it in the macro. Right. But when you go to the expectations of 27 championships and this and that, it's not doing well. No. Right. So I think that you probably have to let Boone go. But I don't know why Cashman gets such a free pass. No. I don't. I don't, I don't think he's going to get fired either. But like, why why doesn't he get more criticism? Well, I think you know. His the deal with Rizzo will help him a little bit. Gallows is a question mark. I mean, you can say all you want about his defense, but yes, he he does get more of a free pass because I think he's just been he's been a Yankee so long. I'll say it right. He's been the little kid that started as an intern and worked his way up, and you know, I got a whole soft spot for you. You know that kind but of he thing. Put this but team together, and again, there's no doubt this team was flawed. That being said, he's been with the organization like thirty something years, dude. Right, like. Most people that have been with someone for 30-something years, unless you're a plumber working for yourself, are out the door. Yeah. Right? So I am guess maybe there is some time for change, right? I would say so. Like, what, what for hurt Cashman, could it do? Ca- ca- what hurt could it do? Right? You mean to tell me that there's not another baseball mind out there that can't pull a trade-off for Anthony Rizzo? I mean, there's, there's, there's good baseball minds everywhere, right? But then maybe they're overthinking a little bit because you got these Matt Blake who came out of wherever, Princeton or wherever he came out of, who... Never has pitched a game of baseball in his life as your pitching coach, you know. And they were they were starting to think on the whole analytics thing. Well, well, maybe the whole thing needs to be relooked at. I, they do have a good developing organization. The Yankees do, right? Not as good as Tampa, who swept through the minors with every level, or, or right. were in the championship at every level. But still, they have they're not like a crap organization. So you don't have to really worry about that. You maybe have to worry about fixing what's at the major league level, which everybody is looking at. Well, I think what's going to happen, I want to actually, you brought up so many good things, but while this is in the top of my mind, I want to point it out is that I think what we're looking at now is that the sabermetric sort of analytic side of it does have a bit of a blind spot. And that has to do with like team chemistry and, and other right. elements. And I think that with the teams like the Yankees are, are, are sort of falling into that trap, which is when you put a team together that looks really good on paper, it doesn't always translate into the right product right. on the field. And that's intangibles. And I do think that analytics are important, but I do think intangibles matter because, listen, I don't think the Red Sox are a very good team. No. I actually don't think they are, but they are – they, they, they have fun. Listen, and I, I've said this before. And they, they enjoy the, themselves, and I think that that helps them. And I think the Yankees, just they very few of them look happy ever. Right. Well, maybe too stoic, too rigid, too you know clean cut. But I'm going to say something about the Red Sox, right? So when the whole season started and they were pushing each other down in the shopping cart and everything, right? Right. Okay? So who else was doing anything like that? Everyone followed suit. Toronto with the jacket yeah, right. and the Everyone's hat, doing the, the little the hat, wave. Yeah, the yeah. hat in Philly. Yeah. And, you know. So listen, there is something to be said about that, right? Now, does that win you a World Series? Yes, sometimes, but no, most of the time you need a one, two, three punch as a pitcher, sure. right? But again... Washington Nationals, you know, those guys, you never know, dude. It's baseball. Yep, and right? it makes them fun to watch, makes the fans happy, and the players seem to be happy. But I want to get back to this because this is sort of maybe the most important part of our conversation. You would advocate a house cleaning. I mean, when you you, you say house cleaning, yeah, well, you house cleaning. Be because if the general manager general gone, manager manager, be, general right. manager manager, you think? That's house cleaning, right? Yeah. Because everybody else they've put there, right? Everybody would be out. So that's, your, that's, that's what you want. Well, you and look you, at it like, so knee-jerk reaction – Old George would would we'll hack, do what you want. Would hack. Would do it. Would, would do what you haven't seen Yankee fans see in years, right? And everybody's going to say that because it's New York and it's cutthroat. Now 
I would think if anybody, like you said, will survive, it would be Cashman, right? Because you let the guy in the field go. And Nevin, Nevin's, Nevin's really going to be the patsy in the whole thing, right? And if Nevin falls, then you take Boone with him because he put him there. They'll say he put him there, right? The reason why Cashman stays is that ownership doesn't want to do any work, and he he basically is the de facto owner. Of the Unless team. they got somebody else they're looking at. I I'm mean, I've never like, heard he nothing. Does, he does. He makes it so the owners right. don't have to deal with exactly. stuff, and I think that's why he stays. But I love, I sort of love the concept of of cleaning house, and I, I it is totally knee jerk. It's totally George Steinbrenner. I, I I've I've one quick question, then I have a Red Sox question for you. The quick question is: Do you think that if Boone is gone, it'll be David Cohn? I mean, th- that's the name everyone said so far that I've been hearing. I mean, you know the name I'd love to hear, but uh, I mean, yeah, you said it the other day. Yeah, what was it? No, I'd love to. I'd love to see Bobby get the job, but I oh, never Bobby see Dickerson. Yeah, Someone it, brought up was it not Buck Showalter has been in the conversation. Oh, he's I, been, but there was another guy, uh, Ozzy Guillen. Somebody brought oh up. I think it was God. Matt Royce brought that up. Man, I tell you, like if Joe Girardi's not going to survive there, oh, don't, you don't want to go back to that. I, I think you need I don't, to go. Forward. I don't think. I don't think Ozzy Guillen. The only way to go back, I think, would be Buck. I think Buck would be good because look what Larusa is doing and and um, Dusty Baker. I mean, the old guy manager works with the right team. I mean, if Buck did, if he had more talent in Baltimore, he might still be there. So yeah, the question is, will Buck want to do it? He's got a nice cushy gig. He looks very comfortable right. sitting on those those stools. Before we but say Buck go- goes there, but nice. Maybe Bobby would go. I mean, Bobby might be looking for a job, so we'll, yeah. we'll see about that. Bobby Dickerson, they of course, still haven't the officially show. fired Jay Stingler. Yeah, but he he can't stay. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no <laughs> way smoke, there's fire. He's there's no way that either. guy keeps his job. No. So John Senecal, Brian Shackman, here, episode fifty-one of Fanbase, a deep dive in the greatest rivalry in sports. Really quick, Red Sox, Rays, handicap it. I mean, dude, the Red Sox, are, Red Sox are are rolling right now. What, what do they win? Like there's tenth in a row or something like that, or ninth no, in a row. They, they, they lost two or three to the Baltimore Orioles, so it would be— All right, be... so they're fifth in a row, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, I, they're not going to beat the Rays, dude. The Rays are too good. I mean, the Rays have beat everybody. The only people the Rays haven't beat is the Dodgers and the Giants. I mean, when you think about it. You, you think, okay, that's depressing. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go that su- Sunday will be game three. I mean, is it going to be a four—wait, four, they go three, for, three, three out of five, right? Three out of right? five, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. That's tough. You don't get that extra game. I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, they have to win one or two in Tampa. If they don't win one or two in Tampa, if they go down 2-0, they can't win three in a row. How many fans are going to be in Tampa for that game? Well, that's what I really want to – I'm really fascinated about. How many many paces does that that park hold? I think it holds a ton, like 42, according to Matt Soroy's. He just gave me the hand signal, and forty-two thousand people. You think right. they're gonna? There'll be there'll be thirty-eight thousand Red Sox. Fans I just there. wonder how many, and I wonder if it makes a difference. I really that that might be the most intriguing thing for me in the entire series is how many Reds. Because if the Red Sox fans could rally, I'm surprised that some some Goomba doesn't come on and make it a thing online. See if you can make it a home game. You know, I mean, I just think that that would be fascinating because it's not Red Sox Yankees. There's easily a way to drown out Rays fans. Oh my God! Easily, yeah. you can drown them out with a couple, right, so couple Rays electric and, fans. Rays in four. Rays sweep it. No, no, no. It's not in four. Yeah. Um. No, I think, I think, I think, I think it will go to the fifth. I okay. really do. All I right. do. The Red Sox are just—they're they got too many good hitters, dude. I love the fact that Bogarts heated up because he was a he, he was wasn't a disaster good. the last and month Verdugo of the season. did good last night too. And Verdugo yeah. he's been up, up up and down, but I mean, well, he's not great in the field. What's either. the deal with JD? What do you think? I'm just so embarrassed for him. I just think it's such a joke that you can't even run. His team's still position. playing though. I think he misses game one. Tape that up, man. Tape it up. 
and he misses game one, he comes back in game two. But I don't even care. I mean, I, I, I've i never been a huge I, – I respect him a ton, but I've never been a huge fan because I don't find him that likable. But obviously, uh, I, I don't think he'll play game one. And I think because they want him in the lineup, they want him to be 100% healthy, and I guess it's ballooned up. What's your take on the check swings last night? Awful. The calls, or the, yeah, the calls and the check swings. I don't know. It's such such a subjective thing. The I mean, first like, one to Gallo was terrible. But there if you turn your wrist over, it's a strike. I'll say it again. There's got to be a way they can they can uh, technology that man. You'd like to sort of a, a there's got to be a laser beam or something they can put on there. That's one of the few things that I would actually accept it because it's su- there, how do you there, look there, at that in real time and make the right especially decision? from that angle. It just doesn't make if sense. Anything put some put some guy in the dugout on each side. Some ump. Well, I just don't like replay. Like I think replay sucks. I, I don't like it. That'd be quick though. That'd but be I think so that quick. that particular thing is so ridiculous in terms of it's not even the umpire. It could change fault. games big time. It could change a game. I think a lot of times you're just like, oh yeah, strike. Yeah. It's like they kind of like. I thought the first like, one, the, the the umpire was caught up in the momentum of the moment, right? And the fans were going nuts, and he just was like Enrico Palazzo. You yeah. know what I mean? It just he just yep. he just was like, oh my god, you're out. Um, but anyway, we'll talk. Listen, this is a bonus episode. Well, basically, I think what we'll convene next for episode 52 will be after the end of the ALDS. See how it goes. We, we, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So that might be uh, early next week. It will not be, hopefully it won't be Monday because that would be game four would be Monday yeah. in Boston, which would be cool. So maybe a week from today. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But today being uh, Wednesday. And uh, we'll see you next time here on Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. You can always check us on Twitter, YouTube, as well as Facebook. We'll see you next week. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.